Are you ready, Chad? Because I'm ready to talk about our I'm ready. next I'm ready. E3 discussion. E3! Welcome back to Split Screen Gaming Podcast. We're going to talk about our some of our third-party uh, press conferences that happened at E3. We're going to about Bethesda EA. Mm. We're going to mm. take a break, watch the Ubisoft, and then come back. Ubisoft. No, it's Ubisoft. It's, it's Ubisoft. Oh, it's Ubisoft. I'm sure the French pronounce it Ubisoft because they don't know how to say the U, the liquid U sound, but... Well, I'm going to say Ubisoft just to annoy you. I'm making a point of saying Ubisoft right, every well, time I'm on this podcast. All right, well, I'm going to say Bethesda. Bethesda? Bethesda. So let's just, who do you want to start with? Start EA? with EA, because they were first. Okay. They were Saturday I actually didn't see the EA, the EA one, so this one's going to be a lot more about you. I'm assuming okay. it was Star Wars, and then they talked about Star Wars, and they talked about Star Wars, and then more Star Wars. Yeah, I mean, they the big thing that they announced was 30 minutes of Star Wars. They said was we're really? 30 minutes of Star Wars Battlefront 2. They sort of have their conference of... Yeah, just Star Wars. Wow, that's yeah. incredible. Uh, overall, it was a it was a real meh conference, mm-hmm. um, especially for how press conferences go nowadays. But um, they started off with a a trailer and a Madden eighteen long shot, which is like this weird story mode for Madden eighteen. It's not like a campaign where you're like all right, we're going to play these teams and go through the season, but it's a story mode where there's like a player and you're his dad and there's an office and he's getting recruited. It's like, yeah, I think they did that with FIFA last year. Did, oh, yeah, the journey. Yeah, the journey, yeah. We'll get into that in a second. Okay. Um, but I, mean, I love yeah. talking about sports games. It's my favorite. Sports games, sports, sports, sports. The sports favorite kind of game. Deportes, deportes. I think that's why I didn't watch the A one is I just knew I wouldn't be watching most of it because most of it's sports games. Yeah, and I don't... I, I get it. I get it. They have a broad range of things. Oh, that they I'm sure offer. they sell more of their sports games than anything oh, else. Oh yeah, FIFA, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I wish they actually would have shown more of that long shot thing. It was just a, a teaser in a trailer. It's like Madden long shot. I was like, well, that actually seems interesting for a Madden game. But then they just moved right How on. How was from it. the journey received with FIFA? Was it received well? Because I, I don't really, know. I don't, I don't really pay, pay attention. attention. Yeah. No, I don't pay attention at all. I know they showed off FIFA on Switch. Yes, which is notoriously lacking the journey. Really? Okay. <clears throat> yeah, it has everything else but the journey. And their rationale for it was it's because the Switch version is running on its own custom engine instead of the Frostbite engine that we're using for the other consoles. That's not a good It was sign. developed by a different studio. Um, they're like, it's not like that we couldn't get. for success. Yeah, it's like, it's not like we couldn't get the journey to not run on something that's Frostbite, but we decided that we'd use this other one and it would be a better experience if we didn't have the journey. We thought so, it'd be better experience if we didn't have the thing we're trying to sell you on in the yeah. console version of this game. But you know what? That's that's what you, it's you jumped talk. into the Switch knowing that you're going to get the shitty versions of no, things. No, totally. But you, those exclusives that are there are going to be yeah. fucking paid. I also don't mind that FIFA lacks because I was never going to buy FIFA exactly. for, my, for myself in the first place at least. And anyone who's like a real FIFA fan, I feel like doesn't have a Switch. Like this, or is, maybe this yeah. is their second console. Yeah. But they have a console that they play. FIFA on. And it's like they're, I'm flying and I want to play FIFA. They yeah. just want to play some matches. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they did uh, Madden 18 long shot. They, they said, coming up, we've got a lot of fun stuff to show you, including 30 minutes of Star Wars Battlefront 2. And I said, oh, shit. <laughs> 30 minutes is way too much for one game at any press conference. Oops, it would have been. Do you know how much time Nintendo spent on Zelda last year? All the time. It was. I watched all of it. It was like six hours. Yeah, but I mean, there's a place for so it. Thirty minutes actually isn't that bad. Their press conference. It would have been cool. Like, here's some cool stuff with Battlefront. Here's a cool trailer, a single player demo, and then if you stick around after our conference, we've got some multiplayer gameplay for you. Okay. But they baked it into their conference. I th- felt like that was like mm, you shouldn't have done that. But we'll talk about that in a second. Next up, they yeah. talked about Battlefield One, some DLC, mm-hmm. uh, Nibble Knights in the name of the Czar. 
I don't play Battlefield 1, but I guess that's a thing that's coming. So, that's more cool. single-player content. Sounds cool. I heard it was a good single-player campaign to begin with, so I'm yeah. sure this will be good, too. They announced FIFA Championship, so esports is a, kind of a popular subject now at E3. It was, yeah, we'll get into um, esports with, like, who was it? Who mentioned esports heavily? Um, Deport this. It wasn't Bethesda, because they only do esports. No, no, it wasn't Bethesda. Yeah, it was Quake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that was announced. Um, oh, my God. So they had these guys who apparently do a, a soccer podcast or a FIFA podcast. I don't know, but they're called the Men in Blazers. Mm-hmm. And it was this weird fucking part of the, the conference where they come out and they're talking about, I don't know. All I wrote down was, what the fuck was that Men in Blazers shit? <laughs> That's all I wrote down. <laughs> it was um, just like they played FIFA or something like that for a little bit? Yeah, I, I can't remember because I mostly blocked it out of my memory. <laughs> But that was weird. Like, EA, I feel like, fell into the pitfalls of every press conference from five years ago. All the things that people used to be like, why the fuck do people watch this? Mm -hmm. Like, Microsoft still brings a car out on stage. Like, I feel like EA had seven metaphorical car moments. And that was one of them. Uh, Next up, they announced Need for Speed Payback, which... They sure have a trailer for that recently. Yeah, and they had a, a short little gameplay demo for it, too. And it looks really fun. Uh, visually, it actually looks like I wrote down. It looks like if Final Fantasy fifteen driving was fun, <laughs> like the cars themselves and the environment. It actually looks a lot like you're driving in Final Fantasy fifteen, but there are all sorts of cool. It kind of looks like Fast and Furious, the video game. There's also kind of like a you're taking down like some sort of organization or something like that. It's open world again, isn't it? I think so. Yeah, it had almost like a Shadow of Mordor kind of feel to it, but you're racing. Like you got to take out these captains to take down the bigger guy or something like that, right? Yeah, yeah. It was interesting. Again, kind of like they just kind of like Assassin's Creed. They say, "Hey, we're gonna hold off and show you Need for Speed for a little while because we're gonna revitalize and do something different." And it still kind of just feels like it's Need for Speed. Yeah. <laughs> One thing that they did mention. That I don't understand. It says, three playable characters who bring their own play styles. And I was like, I don't get it. They're all going to drive just as shitty as you do controlling them. <laughs> I mean, it's a driving game. It's not like they have different powers or something. Um, for it, they had a YouTube personality, Jesse Wellens. Uh, I don't know him. I, did, I don't know him either. But he introduced the game. He, they bring him on the screen. And now we go to YouTube personality, Jesse Wellens. And he's like, hey, guys. My name is Jesse Wellens, <laughs> and we've got we've got some fun games. This next one is um, apparently they're having some kind of teleprompter issue. Oh no! But he was just like so bad, like and improvising and, 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 improvising and acting yeah. on his feet. He's like, and so yeah. Once again, I'm Jesse Wellens, and Need for Speed. And then finally, another guy comes in the camera, and he's like, "All right, so we've got Need for Speed Payback, and here's some cool things about it." And it's like that Jesse Wellens guy is, is fucking awful. <laughs> and then he, they showed him again later, and it's like, uh, there were people playing the game around him, and Jesse Wellens comes on the screen, and he's like, all right, now my homie here, he's customizing a beetle, and that's cool. But enough talking about it. Let's see this game in action. Oh, I was like, god damn it. I can't say that they just bring on random people. No. Like, all the pitfalls of press conferences, EA did all of them. I feel like EA always does something like this, They though. do. EA and, U- and Ubisoft <laughs> always do this. I, I only say it because I know it's nails on chalkboard for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Need for Speed Payback. Looks like a Need for Speed game. Pretty fun. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the game, aside from Anthem, I think I'm most excited about so far. Did you see the trailer for A Way Out? 
I heard of this is the guys who made Brothers, yes. right? Brothers: A Tale of Two Sons. I did not see this, but all I've seen is headlines saying it's the best thing in the show. It's the best thing in the show. It looks awesome. Please tell me about this because so I'm this very is, curious. Uh, part of the EA Originals, so they like I guess that's their their name for indies that they bring onto their platform. Mm-hmm. But it is a co-op only game, and it is split screen only, and oh. you are playing as two guys and could it's a prison do, escape. Can you do online multiplayer? You can. Okay. Yes. But it is so built around the fact that you are like you're in the same room and you're like, all right, your objective is to sneak into this pile, this cart of laundry, mm-hmm. and get into the other side. And like you have different ways that you could approach it. Uh, apparently, they want you to play as one character the entire time. There are two guys, but yeah. one person plays as one, and one as the other. And they say you get attached to that character in the relationships. But it looks really cool. Um, so it's like overcooked, but you're trying to break out of prison. Kind of, yeah. Okay. And you literally only have the choice to play co-op. You cannot play a single player. I can't remember Brothers was the same way, because Brothers was similar in the sense that there were two characters you're controlling. Right. But I think each stick on the you control do, yeah. each character. Okay. So that's interesting. I'm really excited to play that either that with you or Tom or somebody like yeah. that. But I don't it play really video cool. games with you, Chad. Gross. <laughs> uh, they talked a little bit about their... Oh, that's coming early 2018. Um, they talked a little bit about something they called Seed Search, Search for Extraordinary Experiences Division, and they're that's basically like to so find indie games. Yeah, we find indie games who are doing cool things with AI or deep learning. Uh, no, I think that's I think that's cool. I'm, yeah. I'm on board with any sort of company saying, "Hey, look, other people make games too. Yeah, we don't have all the ideas on the planet for games. We can't offer yeah. everything. Let's find people who I can just, offer these small, unique experiences." I just didn't quite understand what Seed was. By the end of the ten seconds they spent talking about it, like why did you even mention like yeah we've got seed this is our blah blah, blah like experiences well, division Microsoft and then has next a... I'm like what does that mean why is that important to me right now? Bill Spencer mentioned that Microsoft has a similar program where they kind of just seek out like these indie games. I sure. think they're just probably having a new initiative for that for the company. Probably I don't know. Obviously, I'm hearing about this from the first time from you, so right. I'm just taking a wild guess. They made a, a point to mention at the time called Project Scorpio. Mm-hmm. Like, Project Scorpio allows it to have better textures in Madden. In Madden? And they made a point to, yeah. To they said in Madden? In Madden. Oh, in Madden. Yeah. Like, better textures, and it has Madden. Um, and then they talked about, they had a brief teaser for Bioware's Anthem. Yes, which we got a much better, br- I saw that trailer, actually, I think about it. Yeah. We got a much better look at that game in Microsoft. Definitely. Uh, they announced NBA Live, 20, NBA Live 2018. It was NBA against sports games. I don't really care about in it. In this one, is the basketball orange? Uh, you know what? I think it's customizable. Oh, awesome. <laughs> I'm like... With a new texture pack exclusively on the Xbox One X. Yes. Sorry, X, for Project, Project Scorpio, Scorpio at the time. Right. Uh, and then EA Origin, EA Access are all free for this week if you want to try out all of their games. That's a good idea. And since PS4 doesn't have access to the those, it has free trials on PS4. Cool. Uh, and then finally, they talked about Battlefront 2 for the last half hour of it. Uh, they started so what by, they, if they had half hour, what do they talk about? So they, they started with just kind of explaining some of the things. Like uh, in the multiplayer stuff, there's a new mechanic where you fight to collect battle points. Like everyone who's fighting, as you're shooting people and things like that, you are collecting battle points. And then you can spend these battle points on like a hero or to fly uh, a vehicle mm-hmm. or... Um, to, to do another droid or something like that. So you can spend these points or you could save them up to be like Darth Maul. Mm-hmm. They shoot off Darth Maul. He looks pretty badass, as you expect Darth Maul would in the game. They talked about free content with themed seasons. 
So since it is launching kind of alongside Star Wars The Last Jedi, they had a weird video from John Boyega. said, hey guys, I'm John Boyega, and I'm really excited to let you know that you can play me in the game. I wish I could be there. Oh, I hate those moments. Yeah. Because you know why? Because John Boyega probably has never played that game before, <laughs> right. ever. Well, they, they started it off with a tweet from him. It said, John Boyega said, when are we going to be able to play as... Uh, I, don't, I don't remember what the tweet said, but it was a tweet from John as Boyega, fan. and then they made that a big deal. Uh, but yeah, apparently because the first... they paid him to send that tweet out. That's, right. Yeah. John Boyega um, was just like, "Why aren't I playable in Star Wars Battlefront Two yet?" Yep. Just on his own will, he decided to say that. <laughs> I think it's cool that they do have those free seasons. Obviously, the seasons are going to be themed content, but the, all their content is free. Yeah, is awesome. Uh, they do have microtransactions. They said that everything of course that they, they do. right everything that, the, that you can get with microtransactions, you can get with in-game currency as well. That's and good. none of it's pay to win. That's good. And then they showed off a twenty-minute multiplayer gameplay with, with three shoutcasters. Can I take a guess? Yeah. It looks really similar to Battlefront One. Did it looks fucking gorgeous? Does it? Okay. It does. But Battlefront One looked gorgeous yeah, it too. Did. But it does have a lot of cool things. Like they showed off how they had different classes. Mm-hmm. So you could, depending on, like you could be a droid general, and that might okay. gain you extra abilities or different things. Okay, that that harkens back to the original series a lot. Yeah, you can you can kind of choose what you know you wanted to be, whether it's like the super droid that rolls on the ball or something like that. You kind of yeah. can choose. They also showed off how you can be flying different air vehicles in the air and shooting on the ground, or you could be shooting each other in the air and things like that. So they showed off some of that aerial combat as well. How much better did that look? Because that was a really weak part of Battlefront I mean, 1. I didn't actually see any of it on Battlefront 1. Okay. I never played anything that actually had air combat in it, but, I mean, it looks... Looks good? Yeah. Okay. And that wasn't like... On Battlefront 1, was that like a... A special thing, like when you become a hero or something like that, that you got into air combat. This seemed to just be just part of it. Like you could choose to be up there. Um, I can't remember exactly, but I, I remember being not super hard to get into a ship and just flying. Okay. And that was it. Twenty minutes of that. Wow. So overall, I mean, there were a couple of cool-ish things that came out of it, like a way out, Mm -hmm. and a couple of cool things from Battlefront Two. But aside from that, everything else was very much... This is an EA press conference, and you're going to hate most of it, and lots of sports. (laughs) Let's talk about something you do know about. Bethesda Land? Bethesda Land! I'll let you kind of lead this one. Yeah, so... Bethesda Land is Bethesda's conference. I like their name, Mm -hmm. Bethesda Land. That's kind of cool. But there wasn't really that much new stuff. They kind of talked a lot about games that were existing, like new things that were kind of coming to the games you already love. Right. And they spent... The beginning talking about VR. Right. So let's talk about that first, I feel like. Yes. Let's do Fallout 4 first. Yes. That looks really cool. The Fallout 4. Fallout 4 VR? Yeah, it looks very, very cool. I'm how not like, sure that's the experience I want from VR, but go on. Well, like, just like how you're putting, like, uh, the, the... I never did in the creation aspects of Fallout right. 4, but, like, or when like you're the placing objects. Yeah, but um, that looked a lot easier to do in I'm VR. Sure, yeah. And... There was something... It was a little weird having your gun kind of floating, though, and not having, like, your character yeah. associated. But I get I get why that makes sense. I always kind of thought it was weird when the character's arm is there in VR and doesn't match up with where you are. So I have no problem with that. But they just look like Fallout 4 in VR. Right. It's it's just, and that's yeah. literally what it is. Yeah. It is exactly Fallout 4 the entire game, but playable it, in VR. But I'm sure it'll be super immersive if you're really in it. Right. Because I'm already totally engrossed in that world playing on a flat 2D screen. My big thing is I don't know if I that Fallout Four is like a game you invest a hundred hours in. Yeah. And I don't know if I could do a hundred hours in VR. Yeah. 
But um, it's, it's a really interesting test for VR, though, because it's, it's the first... Like, Resident Evil was the first, like, big AAA game right. for, for VR, but this is the first, like, open-world, like, right. massive game that you're playing in VR. You could play Resident Evil for, like, an hour at a time or half hour at a time, but people spend hours and hours in Fallout 4 at, in one playthrough at yeah. any given time. So And remind me, I don't remember from last year, but I think they said last year it's coming to Oculus and HTC Vive. It's not coming to PlayStation. It's not coming to PlayStation. Yeah, I, I did yeah. not. Yeah, they only showed a... They showed the Oculus. No, they showed the Vive. The Vive, they, yeah. They showed the Vive, yeah. But there was an interesting thing that came out today that Doom VFR is coming to PlayStation VR and Vive and not Oculus. Interesting. So let's let's go to Doom VR. Yeah. My my only my real note on this is sounds like a nightmare. Ha ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> um and I don't mean that in a good way. I was not it impressed. It looks terrifying as shit. Like I, I don't think I it don't, looks good. I don't know if I want to to play that in VR. You know, when you say terrifying, do you mean like Resident Evil is terrifying? This is looks terrifying. Or do you mean like I think I'm going to get a gigantic headache playing this game because I don't want to play something that fast in VR. Well, there are... The Doom is fast. Doom is fast. This, however, I I believe is a different game. It is a different this game. This is not Doom played in VR. This is a particularly new oh, no. creative oh, no, tailored thing totally for get VR. That because do you see how movement worked? Yeah, you, which is the teleporting Yeah, that you see in a lot of VR games. Um, I mean, <laughs> honestly, you've never played anything with teleporting, but it is incredibly easy and, and you get used to it it's a lot better than moving with joysticks. I guess... Are you just kind of like moving, teleporting, and st- staying stationary and shooting, and then teleporting Pretty again? much, yeah. I just, it's, I'm really curious about that then, because... You should play something with it. Because I, it's, right, it's I should. It's surprising because how natural that have, is. Have you played Doom? I've played a little bit of Doom, yeah. The, what makes that game so good to me is how you move around and are able to shoot the gun. So as soon as you take that away, I'm like, why am I playing this game? Well, there was a little bit of when you're fighting, it's not as fast paced. I noticed that like there is slowdown. So you're teleporting mm-hmm. and you're kind of like jumping to this location, but he was fighting like a, a boss what it looked like, and he was jumping up to a platform mm-hmm. and he was shooting the boss as he did it, and then he warped to that platform in order to stay there. So it looks like there is a little bit of movement involved. But you but can I, slow it way down. But when I'm saying the movement of Doom, I guess I mean like how fluid your like steps are when you're like when you're sidestepping sure. enemies and stuff. And that's what kind of kept me going back to Doom was the the how smooth the the movement is. Yeah, I know that seems weird, but it's totally about the movement in that game to me. And they just stripped it. It's like saying we're gonna make a Mario game and it's on a completely flat surface. There's no jumping. <laughs> like I don't. That doesn't sound appealing to me at all. No Super Mario RPG. Okay, fair point. <laughs> point taken. Uh, yes, yeah, it's one of those that I'm I'm interested to try. Super RPG is not trying to be Mario, though. This is trying to be Doom. I don't know if it's trying VR. to be Doom. It, it's it, called Doom. Well, yeah, so that was it, called Super Mario. Yeah, Super Mario RPG, the different like name. Or, yeah, like, that's Mario Doom Luigi's VFR. Time. All right, we're going to disagree on this. <laughs> I think we just need to try it. But it, it is one of those things like those terrifying-ass monsters and demons. Oh, they're going to be terrifying in I VR. Don't, that, that kind of shit... Like, I was already shouting at some of the slower-paced black mold monsters in, in Resident Evil 7. <laughs> I don't know, man. I gotta try it. I gotta try it. Yeah. And I'm excited that I can, because that one's coming to yep. PSVR. So, next up is Elder Scrolls Online Morrowind. Yep. And again, we already kind of knew that. I mean, exactly. that was literally out today. They didn't show anything new about it. They literally just said, hey, guys, here's it's out. Yeah. 10 million players, it's out. I didn't know there were 10 million players, though. That's actually yeah. good for them. Creation Club, I think, was their biggest announcement. 
I thought that was kind of cool. Oh, yeah. New game content from Bethesda, outside game devs, and the best of the community creators. Yeah, so, like, people can, like, make a cool mask. Yeah. And put it in the game. If they and you can to. you can augment these games. So, you can augment Skyrim. I think, particularly, they said Skyrim and Fallout 4. You can have new weapons or new enemies. Mm-hmm. Not just, like, skins on an enemy, but, like, different types of enemies. Yeah. So, that, that, that was really, really cool. Yeah. That's one of those things where... Xbox One, PS4, and PC this summer. Yeah, and we'll just kind of have to see over time how that's going to be, but the, it's I'm excited about that. That's going to be very cool. Yeah. Um, Elder Scrolls Legends is their basically their Hearthstone yep. competitor. Heroes um, of Skyrim coming. Yep. In June. Let's talk about Skyrim Switch. Yeah. <laughs> no release date was given. Well, aside from everything at the conference coming this year. Yeah. So we don't think this year, but awesome. I'm sure Nintendo will give the release date we'll on see. that one closer with the with the direct. But what did you think of of Switch Skyrim? Because you've played Skyrim before, haven't you? No. Okay, I have. That's one of those things that I don't think I'll ever get around to playing. I'm going to play on this. I've wanted to play that game for a while. Yeah. I've never played it before. And since I have a Switch, I'd rather play it on the go if possible. Yeah. There was a lot more new stuff in that than I was expecting. Me too. I was totally expecting to be a dumbed down special edition with no extra stuff. But like motion controls built in with the Joy-Cons, with the bows. Is, so what I want to know is, is this motion controls or is it like Twilight of Princess where it was like a motion hotkey and you waggle your remote and that causes him to slash his sword? From what it looked like, he was, when he had the controllers together, he was getting his bow out and then as he kind of tilted them away, it's, it pulled that arrow back. So it does yeah. look like it's like legit motion controls. Okay. I really want to play with those to see. The Breath of the Wild outfit was awesome. <laughs> yeah, you can get the Heroes Champion if you have the Zelda Breath of the Wild. Yeah, you can also Bell. use the Master Sword. Yeah. Which was super awesome. I want to see Master Sword in a first-person perspective. Like, that sounds really cool. Um, it, they didn't specify again, though, if it's the Special Edition or not. Right. Which makes they me think it's Zelda not. It's, it's not. It's not. There's no way it is at this point. They they would have mentioned that. Yep. But it's not. Which is I kind of think is fine. Thinking about it, I'd rather have one that's not as intensive on the CPU or the GPU and has better battery life. Yeah. I'd rather have the better battery life on the Switch. Yeah, especially because that's the big allure of this version, is that, oh, it's Skyrim on the go. Yeah. You're not getting it because it's Skyrim. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you'd get it on PS3. But exactly. the, the, ability, the ability to play it on the go is what exactly. you're paying for. That advertisement, by the way, or the little thing they showed, was absolutely made by Nintendo. Yeah, definitely. Totally made by Nintendo. But it's cool. Next up, they had Dishonored 2 DLC. Yep, Death featured, of the Outsider. Yep, Death of the Outsider. Um, features a new character. I think it was a character that was in the game. New playable character. Yeah, new least. playable yeah. character. You can now play as this person. Yep. Uh, I don't know if that's like for, not for the whole game, but for only that new DLC. Yeah, yeah. It looks like it's like a separate story from, kind of like First Light or something like that. Right. Or just yeah. like it's its own separate story. I think it's you have to have the game in order to buy it. I'm like First Light. Gotcha. So that looks cool. I actually still need to play Dishonor too. I have it. I just haven't gotten to it yet. Yeah. So I'll probably pick up the DLC if I enjoy Dishonored 2, which I will, because Dishonored 1 was fantastic. Coming September 15th? And the hands are just fine, Chad, okay? <laughs> Fuck those hands yeah. in Dishonored I would love 1. that. DLC for uh, for Dishonored 2. Reasonable-sized hands. <laughs> <laughs> Not too much left on here, but basically, um, Quake Champions, I thought they would talk more about that game as opposed to talking about the esports around. Right. Because that game already kind of looks like I don't quite know what it is. I think it's just because we don't really know Quake that well, though. Well, I mean, it's 
It I think for like anyone a, who plays Quake is going to look at that going, sweet, I can't wait for this sure, for Quake. Yeah. I'm sure they know exactly what it is themselves. Yeah. But yeah, I don't play Quake, but it looks like it's trying to build in a little bit of the hero stuff that you might see from Overwatch or Battleborn. Mm-hmm. It, all, it all seems like a game that is so... It is designed just to be an esports game. Yeah. Like, that is what this game is, is Definitely. for. So it's going to be a the hardcore, hardcore game. Yep. And they announced Quake World Championships coming yep. in August, I think. They say takes esports to a new level. That's what yep. they say. You can compete for your slice of a million dollars. <laughs> we're going to try it out, Chad. We're going to make it. We're going to get that million dollars. Yeah. We didn't know what Quake was, but we're going to win. Uh, this next game looks fucking fantastic it does the evil within two yep releasing this year friday the 13th in october yep damn that looks really really good yeah there was this moment in the very beginning it actually reminded me a lot of pt where you're in the hall in pt and you turn around and the woman's there and she's like walking towards you but her top half is like skipping all over the place yep there's a moment kind of similar to that where he looks down the hallway and there's like this shadow figure and she like stutters up the hallway yep oh man that freaked me out the game looks fucking horrifying it looks and horrifying i can't wait to play it yeah i'm super super pumped for that we were talking earlier about how we really want some some more survival horror games yeah like uh I, like when resident evil was coming out we we're talking about that this is gonna fill that gap for me so i'm excited. so so pumped for it this. looks I played Evil Within 1 okay, for, I, I never played it. like, three hours, and it was, it had some cool mechanics. It was scary, but it also had this story that was like, what the fuck? This seems like it's going to have a very what the fuck Japanese, story, too. weird-ass story. That will be the case of this game, but, too. But, yeah, but this one, the gameplay and all this shit looks like it's going gonna, it's gonna to make up for it a yeah. lot more than the first one did, and I'm very exciting. Mm-hmm. You're very, I'm very exciting. You're very exciting. I'm so exciting. <laughs> And the last one, Wolfenstein uh, New Colossus. I'm pumped as shit for this. This game looks weird. It looks weird, but it's this cool game. In a game. great way. Yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. It, there are all of these awesome, fun characters that you're like building your group. The, the grenade moment with the woman, she's like, Haha, it's a dummy grenade. Just kidding. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that was friend. Like, that's what I think I'm so excited for is the characters of, of this game. Did you play Wolfenstein New Order? I did not. I have it, because it was like four bucks. Yeah. I started playing it, but I'm still kind of early into it. Apparently the first two hours is garbage, but the rest is yeah. phenomenal. Yeah, that's kind of why I stopped, because it was really hard to get past some of this stuff. It's just yeah. very standard first-person shooter. But seeing this, and seeing how incredible the story looks for a first-person shooter, I'm like, yep. oh shit, okay, I really need to give Wolfenstein a better chance this time around, because it looks... So good, and there's so much good humor in it too. Yeah, like when I freaking love it when um, you're in like the diner, and the Nazi officer comes in. <laughs> yeah, so that was really good. It looks fantastic. Also coming this year. Yep, October twenty seventh, twenty seventeen. Yep, that is this year, twenty seventeen. And they they pulled, so that's the last thing that they talked about. That was the last game that they talked about. And again, we knew. Almost 100% of this stuff going into the conference already. We knew literally everything about this conference going yeah. into it. <laughs> but they pulled the Fallout 4 moment where they're like, oh, by the way, Fallout 4 is out this year. Except they did that was like, everything you saw is out this year. That's why I get excited about Bethesda events. Not so much because I'm waiting for surprises. I just know that whatever they're talking about, it's not something that's going to be like Square Enix. And it's like, all right, guys, let's go to the next console. Like, we're going to see Kingdom Hearts 3 again for 17 years. They showed, this is separate, but they showed another show for Kingdom Hearts 3. I know. Like, if don't talk about it until you can give legitimate, firm, tangible release dates. Yep. Um... So what are your overall thoughts of the conference as a whole? Bethesda's? Yeah. So, I mean, 
it was great, but it was kind of underwhelming because I knew a lot of the stuff. Already. Sure, yeah, there weren't very many. Yeah. There almost no surprises. Yeah, but I feel I feel like Bethesda is here because they know they're big enough that they can make a statement with whatever they talk about. Yeah, and so Evil Within Two and Wolfenstein New Colossus are going to get talked about. They look incredible. That right. was worth the event for me. But there was just a lot of stuff that was. I think content-wise, yeah. it was it was cool. Yeah. I think technically, like the actual press conference itself mm-hmm. was incredibly well paced. I think yeah. it was just hit, hit, hit. Nothing overstayed its welcome. It was like, mm-hmm. all right, we spend three minutes on this, move on to the next thing. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was cool starting it with all the game devs' kids, and they're like. Oh, yeah, by the that way, was, yeah. what does your mom great. do for a living? Uh, she works on the computer. Yeah, I can't play the games yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought that was really cool, and it kind of yeah. shows them in their own kind of brand. Well, they what Bethesda does so well is they're like, hey, look, we're this giant games company, but we're not a corporate monolith like EA right. is. Like, we are gamers who love this, and we've just found a bunch of gamers that love this, and yep. we've amassed this gigantic company over time. But everything they show off looks so good because I really feel like they love what they make. Right. Like, I don't think there's a developer there who's like, oh man, I have to work on Wolfenstein. You know, it's not my kind of game. I don't want to do it. Like, no, if you're there, you are invested in that yeah. franchise or whatever you're working on. Um, Pete Hines is also a really cool guy, too. Yeah. I like Pete Hines. I've seen interviews with him. I'm like, kind of funny and stuff like that. He seems really awesome. Apparently, I love... <laughs> on the pre-show, yeah. right before the conference started, like eight mm-hmm. minutes before it started, yeah. Greg Miller called him on the show and said, hey, Pete Hines, don't fuck it up. <laughs> and he's like, all right, I'll try not to. And then right afterwards, they called him like, everyone here thinks you did a fantastic job. And he's like, oh, cool. Thanks. I'm going to go get a drink. Um, I thought it was a little weird that Pete Hines comes out and talks for two seconds, and then the rest of the conference is literally just a video. Yeah. Like, it was straight up just video. It was basically it was like direct. That, yeah, it was like, that's what I was thinking. It was like, does it need to be a conference? Could it have just been a direct that they released online? Mm-hmm. Um, but I also had the thought that with all of these games that Bethesda has, they are a huge company, and they have all of these, this wide breadth of games, like, far out their scenario, if... Microsoft goes under, and there needs to be another third contender that comes in and makes hardware. Bethesda? I totally think Bethesda could make a kick-ass. Totally. Like, they have all these first-party studios. Like, mm-hmm. they could own a chunk of that. Oh, totally. Like, can you imagine if they said, like... I mean, this... I don't think Skyrim or Fallout would be exclusive, necessarily. Sure. But, like, saying, like, hey, there are missions and stuff that are exclusive for, like, our system. I think that would definitely draw. And yeah. these games are... I mean, their, their games are on a first-party level of, like, Nintendo or Naughty Dog. They really are. Yeah. They're just not first-party games. Yeah. Isn't that but, awesome, though? Yeah. That... <sighs> I will say this. One thing I was kind of disappointed about. So, when they showed off their, kind of, their, like, the, the Bethesda Land, like, graphic. Yeah. Like, it was a month ago or so. Yeah. They showed two under-construction things. And everything else they were showing was a franchise that had already existed. So I'm like, oh, oh you they're going to show new. new things, but they, they just showed sequels to franchises that already existed. So I think Under Construction was a little yeah, misleading, I think, a little bit. At least like, it wasn't as show- misleading as Phil Spencer's comments about Xbox exclusivity. Yeah, no, <laughs> absolutely. I think that's another reason why they make a really good console as well, is that yeah. I don't think they're going to be around the bush a whole lot. Um, that was a little disappointing, but it's not like the games that they were showed off that were Under Construction were things they didn't want to play. I want to play both of those games. Yeah. So it's not disappointing. 
I guess I just wanted to see like their next big Skyrim sized game that they've been talking about. Sure. I think that's the only thing that's really lacking for me in Bethesda's event. Is just anything new. Yeah, is anything new. Yeah. But again, everything they start off is great, so kind of works out. Cool. So, so now we are going to uh, take a break here real quick and watch Ubisoft's press no, conference. No, Ubisoft's We're going to watch Boobisoft's press conference. Ubisoft's Soft conference. Boobs Incorporated. <laughs> uh, and we'll have our reactions here spliced right in. You don't even have to wait because it's going to start right now. That's a burp. Ubisoft conference? Yeah, we, so we just finished it. Yeah. I wanted to talk about Beyond Good and Evil immediately. Go. Beyond Good and Evil. Talk about it because I don't know much about it at all. I will... I don't either, and that's kind of why I knew enough to know this was a big franchise Yeah, that people wouldn't pay franchise. It was a franchise, a cult franchise that people wanted back, but they made it, they played it out there at the end of this big grand reveal and didn't explain enough about what it is and just, I kind of feel like they just assumed that people would know. I could not tell you what, why to be excited about it. It looks cool. You know, it looks yeah, they had, a, they had a CG trailer that, I mean, I guess showed off a cool little slice of some kind of story, but... But for, like, a game that's been rumored and talked about for, as they said on stage, 15, almost 15 years. Yeah. No release date, no idea what the gameplay is going to be like. They're also inviting you to join this Space Monkey program to help them make the game? Is that, like, a... They're asking for Kickstarter, like, cash? Or are they saying, we want to know what features you want? How have, far into development is this? I have no idea, but I didn't get, like, a this is coming soon kind of vibe at no. all. No. I get, like, a this is a 2019-2020 game. Like, yeah. it seems far out. So it's kind of, I don't know, it's kind of let down by that, honestly, as, like, the big closer. Yeah, that was their big thing, like, immediately. Beyond Evil 2, aren't you so excited? Everyone comes up on stage, goodbye. Yeah, I don't know. I, I was kind of let down by that. But let's talk about the real star, Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle. Shit is real, and the shit looks so good. It looks really good. So, basically what it is, is I was expecting a... Mario and Luigi or Paper Mario RPG style Mario game. Yep. And it's not that at all. It's something totally new for Mario. It is a... Um, I actually kind of wrote down here. It's almost like Mario and Rabbids plus X- XCOM. I never played X- XCOM, but X- it's like a, it's a strategy RPG Yeah, it's type. a tactical strategy game. Yeah. Yeah. And you're basically able to kind of maneuver them with kind of special the special powers associated to each character. So, like, Mario's going to help people, like, jump up high so they can get to cover quickly and flank someone. Like, the Peach Rabbit was flanking this guy around the corner. I loved that moment when the Rabbit's Peach is, like, checking out Peach's dress. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> the characters just seem like so much fun in that game. Yeah. But come on, the, the graphics are gorgeous. They're so charming. They are. Yeah. This is, like, really exciting to what we can see on Switch. Mm-hmm. And secretly, yes, I love the rabbits as characters. I think they're hilarious. <laughs> they scream. I think they're stupid as hell, and they're so funny. Well, this will be my first rabbits game. It's exciting. Which I'm excited for. And I don't have to wait that long. It comes August 29th. August 29th this year. It's very, very soon. And I love that they also have rabid versions. Like, you're, you're always fighting rabbits, but then they have a rabbit in a piranha plant suit. Yeah. Or a giant rabid Donkey Kong. Oh, that was awesome. Like, I'm very excited. And the, the big rabbits with the giant rectangles, those are the thwomps. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm so excited. I'm so yeah. freaking excited for this game. That l- looks so good. Two months away. Yeah, can't wait for that one. Well, like two and a half. But those were kind of the two biggest announcements, I feel like. Yeah. That were, that were there. So, I guess, just going to the overall conference how did you feel about ubisoft uh i feel i had it up had its downs uh they need to work on those transitions every transition between announcements was like 20 seconds long of Mm -hmm. screen goes dark and we're just kind of waiting there for something to happen and then ubisoft soft logo shows up and then we just wait for a while like 
Yeah. It totally could have been tightened up and been about an hour and totally. an hour 15. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it had some cool things. It had some things that I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, there was, I think the for me, the biggest what the fuck was that transference. Yeah. The, there the was like Elijah a Wood trailer movie game thing. Yeah, the whole thing was live action. Like it was a film. Yeah, they did a really, really poor job explaining what that was, considering it's they coming out in spring. Yeah, yeah spring I don't, I don't, I could not tell you what kind of game it is, other, other than, than I VR. think it's horror. It's horror of some kind. It well, seemed- I don't know. Like the in the trailer, they're like, "What you're about to experience is someone else's consciousness." Yeah, it was just. Is it is it you just like living through? Someone else's. I don't know. So there I have was no this. Clue. There was this part I kind of saw in the background, and they showed this dis- the, this display showing what I'm assuming you're going to see in the game. Yeah. And it was a house, and it was like like the front door, and there was like a shadowy kid kind of like walking yeah. around. Oh, yeah, and they're bit. also saying, "Don't worry, it's all fake. It can't kill you." Yeah. So that's why I'm thinking it's horror. Yeah. They had the whole thing with the VR headset, and the guy's like has like the um his part rate is like on the front of the VR headset. I think that was fake. That's not how it's going to play out. But like right. they're getting some sort of vibe that like it's going to like get your heart raced up. You're going to be it's, it's it's intense. And then they showed nothing about it. Yeah. But Elijah Wood was there to tell you how interesting it is. Literally just saying it's interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. It was not anything impressive. We saw another CG trailer for Assassin's Creed Origins. There are too many CG trailers. Too ma- yeah, this was filled with CG trailers that are like, all right, but what does that tell me about the game? I actually think, and correct me if I'm wrong, this is, these are the only CG trailers I've seen at E3. I don't know. I can't think of any off the top of my head right now, but there are so many. I'm sure we saw something in the Microsoft conference. That was, oh, we saw a CG trailer for Anthem at EA. Okay. We saw, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a fan of CG trailers. I also love that they showed off Look at this Assassin's Creed Origins gameplay, and it's just them throwing up a bird on a. They're pointing a camera at a TV screen in direct sunlight mm-hmm. outside. Yeah, and you can't see. And they shit. said if you want to see more of this, check this out later on. <laughs> yeah, so like, right now you can tune in for a half hour of gameplay. Yeah. Uh, Crew Two. Crew Two looks Lots of CG trailers. I literally have like, my Crew Two. The note is, I'm tired of CG trailers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can fly a bunch of different shit. Jet ski. You can drive a jet ski. I think ski, the first one was just cars. Yeah. And this one's like cars, jet skis, boats, planes, motorcycles, off roading, all sorts of stuff. That yeah. looks. If you're a racing fan, it looks like it's fun, but it's probably more of like an arcade racer than it is a straight up racing. Oh, professional racing is in there too. Like you're gonna have track racing. Yeah. Which is interesting. Um. Saw another fractured butthole trailer. Which. Yep. Uh, I'm so fucking excited for that game coming in October. Also, South Park Phone Destroyer, the mobile game. What? kind of game is that though i didn't quite understand what kind the of mobile game, game? yeah i don't know i know i don't care i'll play it no matter what i'm sure it's hilarious as shit we will see and when is that coming out uh it just said 2017 2017 okay it'll be out like before it'll be out around the same time fractured butthole camp comes out i think the next big thing yeah i think the next big thing that they wanted everyone to care about was skull and bones that's their new ip Another thing the where game. it starts off the CG, CG trailer. Yeah. And then the gameplay they showed off was gorgeous looking. Like, just so off the gorgeous gameplay instead of me comparing it to obviously better looking CG trailer. Yeah. You should have just stuck with gameplay. So, that was essentially the, uh, Sea of Thieves, but, like, really realistic and, you're, and you can only stay in your ship. Like, you're just kind of fighting other yeah. other players. or Ship combat. Yeah. Collecting treasure. It looked cool. I don't know if I want to play that, but it definitely had a very like epic feeling when you crashed into a boat, like the wood splinters were flying everywhere. Yeah. It was really detailed, really gorgeous. Yep. Again, probably won't play it, but Yeah, probably not gonna great. play it. Just Dance twenty eighteen. 
You knew it was coming. I only know for that one is still coming to Wii. Yes, still coming to Wii. Not There's Wii U. Still Wii games. Although it out. is coming to Wii U. I think it's funny is that if they were to drop one of those consoles, they would drop the Wii U probably. I'm pretty. Yeah. Um, this might be a lie, but I'm pretty sure a few months ago I heard a news story that that's con that still sells best on Wii. Like the Just Dance really? franchise sells most of its copies on Wii. Wow. I, there's not really that much else to talk about. No, there's was, not. There really wasn't that much at Ubisoft's conference, and it was longer than yeah than it should have been. I think it's just the, those transitions. There was seven minutes of awkward Miyamoto on stage <laughs> talking through a translator about how great oh, yeah. they are, and Ubisoft has been working with them, and it's just yeah, it was just sucking up to Nintendo. Yeah, and how great Nintendo is. And I love this so too. Awkward, just staring at him while he speaks in Japanese, and then waiting for the English translation. And I loved that. Um, oh, I think it was the Ubisoft CEO when he's introducing Mario Eve. plus Rabbids. He said that it was an unexpected encounter between Mario and Rabbids. Like no, everyone knows about it. <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah. like the most expected thing at E at E three this this week. Yep. Let's Far, see Cry, Far Cry Five gameplay trailer looks super rad. Yeah. Like, that shit looks gruesome. It looks like they have a buddy system similar to, like, Metal Gear Solid Five, except mm-hmm. you can use all of them together. Yep. You can use the female sniper. You can have your dog pal. You can have co-op friends. There's a guy you the can... Dog the dog was awesome. The he dog just, was so good. They're in this, like, alley, and the dog's attacking this guy. And then when he's done attacking him, he just takes his, like, AK-47 in his mouth and walks it over <laughs> to you. brings like. you his gun. <laughs> that was that fantastic. I'm very excited for that game. What did you think of Starlink Battle for Atlas? So this is a weird-ass toys-to-life game mm-hmm. that instead of having, like, a portal or something like that, like Lego or Skylanders, it's this weird thing that you clip onto your controller. Yeah. Like PS4, Xbox the, the One, and The Switch, Switch Joy-Con grip looked like it was actually a special Joy-Con grip for yeah. it, though. And then you build the shit on, mm-hmm. like, you actually assemble your ship on the controller, which I think would be, like, overly cumbersome. Yeah. But I guess you know, toys-to-life games make... No, they so do very much well. Money. It's also the first Toys to Life game that they said is an open. Is this is an open universe? You're exploring different planets. Yeah. You're, I guess you're going after this enemy, and it looks interesting. But I don't know if I want to play it. Right. I, I, I'm I curious mean, to see more about it, though. I'm sure it's it gonna be like just like Skylanders and Disney Infinity, where there yeah. it is kind of like this big open first like giant open world type mm-hmm. experience, but on a baby level for kids to, to yeah. have access to. Yeah. Guys, like anything I mean, else steep. you really want to say? A steep expansion? I steep just, I just kind of phased out. Olympics. December. Is it so, Olympics, you said? Yeah. I kind of zoned out, but I remember you saying Olympics. And I'm like, well, steep, whatever. I don't really care. So, I mean, yeah, basically from Ubisoft, excited as fuck for two months from now getting that Mario Rabbids game. so good. And then we have yeah. Far Cry 5 coming out. Mm-hmm. And then everything else I guess I could give a shit about. Well, you are. I think the one you're really the most excited about is... South Park, Fractured Butthole. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Of course. I always fucking forget that. South Park, <laughs> Fractured Butthole. It's yes. what you're most excited about, but you always forget about it. Yeah, coming yeah. in October. Oh, jeez. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah, so I guess this is kind of the end of our third-party discussion then. So who do you think did the best out of all three? Oh, definitely Bethesda. You think Bethesda? They had the best yeah. conference. I mean, fewer surprises, but the best conference. Yeah, it was the shortest. I think that's why it was the <laughs> yes. best one. They didn't waste any time. Um, the The announcements themselves i was more excited by the mario yeah that was yeah, definitely that's, the that's, best. That's, that's the of the three conferences that was the best Do you know what's kind of funny though 
the Mario Rapids was one of the more surprising things. Yeah. <laughs> despite it being leaked well, well ahead of time. Like, that was leaked in, what, late last year? Yeah. Maybe there's a Mario Rapids game coming? Actually, it's funny. No. We knew about Mario Rapids before the Switch was announced. Like, the uh, yeah. Switch name, not NX. It was called yeah. NX at the time. So it's interesting. But yeah, I got really nothing else to add. I'm excited for Mario plus Rabbids. Cool, guys. Well, we're going to wrap it up and head out now to the theater to go see the PlayStation conference. So look out for PS3, that. PS3 E3 experience. PS3. PS3. What? I can't the PlayStation wait. E3 experience. They're going to talk about Last of Us. I'm so excited. They're One, probably Last of not going to talk about. Oh, they're going <laughs> to talk about <laughs> yeah. what came out on the uh, Killzone 1. Or no, yep. Killzone 2. Killzone 2, yep. yep. Yeah, I ruined that joke. Great timing. <laughs> Uh, we'll see you. Check back in. I, th- I think we're trying to do this Wednesday evening. Yeah, Wednesday evening. Yeah. Wednesday evening for mm-hmm. our reactions to Sony and, and Nintendo. Nintendo. Separate episodes. Yeah. All, right. All right, guys. I love you. Bye.